Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Regaining Their Mojo, an open marriage adventure written by Sandy Rhodes. The Slippery Slope to an Open Marriage When their marriage, the second for both of them, slowly loses its luster, Annette and Todd secretly explore ways to satisfy some of their sexual desires elsewhere. While he is hooking up with a variety of women during frequent business trips, she plays with Heather, her longtime bestie, and for thrills begins taking occasional clients from an exclusive outcall service. Though these activities serve as temporary fixes, together they decide to embark on an open marriage lifestyle in order to strengthen their relationship. Oh, but there will still be secrets. That's just the nature of the beast. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Regaining Their Mojo. Chapter 1 It took over a year for Annette to convince herself to sit nude in the steam room at the spa. She was not a prude or even embarrassed, but being in a room filled with strange naked ladies was not something she was used to. She came to the spa at least once a week, spent an hour getting a massage, another half hour in the steam room, an equal amount of time in the dry sauna, and then she and Heather, her friend since college, went to lunch together if they could. Heather joined her in the spa after finishing her time with her masseuse. Oh my god, I can't tell you how good it felt today with Roger. Heather leaned back on the wooden seat in the steam room, and she pulled the towel she used to wrap around herself away from her breasts and let it drop to her lap. That good, huh? Annette dabbed at the sweat beating on her forehead. At 32, she knew she still looked as good as, and perhaps even better, than most of the other women who frequented the spa. She regularly exercised by swimming laps in the pool in her backyard— watched her diet and credited everything else to good genes inherited from her mother, who had been married four times and still had the elegant good looks to drive men into affairs that lasted long enough for her to pick up a nice piece of jewelry and, on one occasion, a Jaguar convertible. You have no idea. Heather smiled in a fashion that begged Annette to ask more. So? So... I was laying on my stomach on the table and Roger was working on my shoulders. He was leaning over me and as he pushed down, he kind of bumped my forehead with the front of his pants. You're kidding. Roger? I always thought he was gay. Oh, let me tell you, he's anything but. She looked around to make certain they were the only two women in the room. When he leaned over, I could tell he had a hard-on and it was just literally staring me in the face. What did you do? As if I really have to ask. I did what any horny, almost middle-aged woman would do. I reached out, pulled down his sweat, and let his magnificent cock spring free. Thirty seconds later, I was giving him a blowjob that he is not likely to forget in this lifetime. Annette tried to stifle both a laugh at Heather's description and her shock at the admission of what her friend had done. A few minutes later, when they both stood to go out to the shower, Annette couldn't help but notice that she was far too wet between her legs for it to be the effect of the steam room. Perhaps it had been the steamy sex Heather had described. Annette met Heather when they were in college, and they had remained best friends since that time. 
Between them, they had been through two divorces, one for each, and several bouts of doubt about marriage and life in general, which they freely discussed. Heather had helped Annette through a serious surgery relating to a very bad pregnancy early in her first marriage that had left her unable to ever have children. It was after her recovery that Heather confessed that Annette's husband at the time had tried to pull her into a bedroom at a friend's house one night at a party. They had very few, if any, secrets, so it is not unusual for them to share their deepest thoughts and fears. Even with this background, Annette was not prepared for what Heather said when they got to one of the little outdoor cafes that dot the area on Miami Beach. Annette sensed that Heather had something on her mind as they ate while they watched the mostly tourist crowd pass by. Most of the men were dressed in shorts and gaudy Hawaiian-style shirts, and the women were in bathing suits with a recently purchased cover. They could not have looked more foreign to the area if the word tourist was flashing across their forehead. Along with the standard dress, most were toasted with a rosy red sunburn. Unlike them, both Heather and Annette wore year-round tans. Heather's was helped by her Italian heritage, and Annette's came from the fact that her house was surrounded by large orange and mango trees, which allowed her to spend as much time in or around her pool swimming or sunbathing in the nude as she wanted. Finally, she could stand it no longer. Okay, what is it? You've got something on your mind that needs to come off. Annette poured them another glass of wine from the half-empty bottle on the table. After what you told me about you and Roger, I can't imagine what it is, but I'm trying really hard to come up with something that's even more wicked. She raised her glass in a mock toast. Okay, you asked for it. Please let me finish before you make any comments one way or the other. Heather held her glass of wine and stared into the depths of the liquid as she began. You know I've not been happy with a lot of things for a long time. Jack and I have had some financial problems a year ago until he made captain with the airline, but we have pretty well worked them out. About that time, our marriage began to suffer, and when the money went, so did the sex. We didn't have sex for almost three months at one time. Heather took a drink and looked at Annette. And you and I both know how much I love sex. Annette just nodded her head and waited for Heather to continue. I was about ready to throw in the towel on this marriage like I did once before, but I didn't want to be counted among the infamous Miami divorcees everyone down here talks about. She took a drink from her wine and continued. I know both of us have not been the most faithful wives on the block, but maybe it was the wine or the time, but once she got started, she could not stop. I really didn't know what to do, and then Jack and I came up with a solution that works for us. Heather reached across the table and placed her hand over Annette's and I think it will work for you as well. Annette was about to speak when Heather held up her hand to silence her. Don't. Let me finish. I know you and Todd are having some of the same problems Jack and I had. Not so much with money, but I know how much time Todd spends on the road with his business and how much you miss him. I don't think it's that you miss him, but you miss getting fucked on a regular basis. Almost without recognizing it, Annette nodded her head in agreement with Heather. Heather looked around and motioned for the waiter to bring them another bottle of wine. She waited for him to bring it and pour her a sample before she continued. 
After taking her time to inhale the aroma, then swirl the wine to check its clarity, she tasted it, nodded her approval to the waiter, and watched as he poured two glasses. Both were silent. Annette waited for Heather to speak, and Heather hesitated so she could get her thoughts together. Remember when you found out Todd was screwing that bank teller in Lakeland? At first you were furious, and then he reminded you that he had found out about you and the guy from the supermarket the previous year? Annette just nodded her head in embarrassment as much as agreement. I do. I think we both got over it. Really? You mean you think Todd had kept his dick in his pants just because you found out about one woman? She took a drink and looked at Annette. And what about that man you met when you and I were at the theater last month? I saw him slip his business card to you. She stopped and looked as Annette dropped her eyes. Look me in the eye and tell me you didn't call him, and if you haven't already, that you're going to, just to see if he can fuck your brains out. Annette remained silent. Heather reached across the table and took her hand in hers. I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying you and Todd need to be honest with each other. I know you love Todd and he loves you, and you'd never leave him, and I don't think he'd ever leave you. But both of you have needs that can't be filled in your own bed. Annette downed the remainder of the glass of wine. I know Jack and I had the same problem, and we came up with a simple solution. Annette raised her head and looked at Heather. Okay, I'm listening. What was the solution? Honesty and trust and an open marriage. Open? You mean, yes, open. Wife swappers, swingers, Whatever you or the rest of the world wants to call us, but it's working for us and it'll work for you. Just be honest, set some rules, and enjoy life. We are. Annette sat and looked at Heather. This was a side of her friend that she did not know existed, and as shocked as she was by her confession, deep down Annette knew she made sense, and that worried her. Heather stood and reached out for Annette's hand. Let's get out of here. Think about what I said and I'll come by your house tomorrow and we can talk more if you want to. Annette swam three laps, then made her way to the steps at the shallow end of the pool. The day was perfect for swimming. The temperature was in the mid-80s and a breeze was coming in off the ocean. Todd and Annette purchased the house after he and his business partner got a massive contract to service ATM machines with a new computer program that Todd developed. Annette did not know the exact price of the house, but others nearby that were on the market or had sold since they moved in went for $2 million plus. Since Todd's program had been developed after their marriage, the second for both of them, there had not been a prenuptial, so she was secure in the fact that Todd would never divorce her. He could not financially afford to do so. She stepped from the pool and let the water drip from her nude body. Her brunette hair hung to shoulder length when dry and now clung to her head. She reached back and took both hands and twisted it to wring out the water. A light began to blink over the outside bar, indicating someone was at the front door ringing the bell. Coming, coming, she said aloud as she slipped on a white robe and walked through the house to the front entrance where Heather stood. Hi, remember me? I am the painted lady and I come bearing gifts. Heather held up a bag. Wine, some cheese, a loaf of hot bread from the bakery, and this. She held up a plastic bag. Some of the best stuff you ever smoked. Annette led the way to the pool deck, where Heather placed the bag on a teakwood table with a glass top before opening it. We're going to need glasses, a corkscrew, and a lighter. That's your department. 
Annette left and returned in a minute with the items they needed. Heather opened the wine, poured two glasses, and handed one to Annette. Here's to long-time friends, and may we always stay that way. Heather took one drink, then peeled off her shirt and shorts, leaving her nude. At a few inches over five feet tall, she was about an inch shorter than Annette, but ten pounds heavier. Most of it seemed to be centered in her breasts. While Annette's were a respectable 34B, Heather was at least a C-cup with nipples that seemed to always stand erect. Like Annette, she was clean-shaven, and there was no trace of her almost naturally red hair remaining around her freshly waxed pussy. Without waiting for Annette, Heather walked to the end of the pool, stepped on the diving board, and after diving in, cut through the water like a knife after she entered it. Annette dropped her robe and dove in behind her. After several laps and three more dives, Heather climbed from the pool and walked to a lounge chair that sat poolside. When she dried her hands, she dipped into the plastic bag and pulled out papers and rolled a joint, which she lit. After several deep drags, she motioned for Annette to join her. With Annette laying on a lounge next to her, they passed the joint back and forth till they were feeling the effect. Heather stood and pulled a bottle of lotion from her beach bag. You still need some lotion on you, even if you are as brown as a pecan. She pressed the bottle, and a glob of thick brown liquid gushed out into her hand. Heather looked at it and laughed. This looks like yesterday, but it's the wrong color. She sniffed and touched her tongue to it. And it doesn't taste as good. You're crazy, you know that? Annette rolled over onto her stomach, allowing Heather access to her bare back. I know, and you love me for it. Heather rubbed her hands together and slid the smooth lotion on Annette. After a few minutes of rubbing and massaging Annette, Heather watched her friend as she began to writhe beneath her well-positioned hands. Annette felt her hands as they slid across the smooth of her ass cheeks. It was not a surprise when Heather's hands slipped between Annette's legs, forcing them slightly apart. Once they were apart, Annette felt a finger slip between the lips of her pussy. When she did not object, as they both knew she wouldn't, Heather's finger probed deeper into the moisture. Heather placed her other hand on Annette's ass and pressed deeper with her finger. After a minute of intense massage into the depths, Heather spoke in a voice that was barely above a whisper. Turn over. When Annette felt Heather release her hand from its hiding place, she rolled onto her back and instinctively parted her legs. Heather immediately dove face-first into Annette's pussy, which was now dripping with her love juices. Heather lost no time in lapping them up as if she were at a desert oasis. Annette rocked her head from side to side and placed her hands on either side of Heather's face and held her in place as the first orgasm blasted through her. Oh, right there. Yes. You know, don't you? That's it. Keep it up. Annette raised her hips and pressed against Heather's familiar mouth. The last wave had hardly passed when another orgasm began to rock her body. She knew Heather said something, but with her mouth glued to her pussy and Annette's thighs pressed against her head, she had no idea what it was. Five minutes later, as they lay side by side, Heather traced a circle around Annette's nipples with her finger and then began to laugh. What's so funny? When I was giving you head, you almost smothered me. I couldn't breathe. Serves you right for being so wicked and so good. Would that be wickedly good? You could say that. Heather raised up one arm and looked at Annette. You know, I have to ask. Annette lay still for a minute, then turned to face Heather. You're right. I did call the man who gave me his card. 
We met and had a very nice conversation and some drinks. The sexual tension was so thick in the air around us, I'm surprised anyone else could even walk through it. And? And I was ready to go with him. He had already slipped his hand beneath the table and up my leg and found my pussy. He caressed it and brought me to an orgasm that was as intense as any I have had in a long time. See? Heather interrupted. It was not so much him, but the fact that he was new and different and you had no idea what he was going to do to you. We were ready to go to a hotel or someplace when he got a call in his cell. His wife? No. He's a doctor and it was the hospital. One of his patients had a problem and he had to leave. Oh, sure. No, it was real. He showed me his hospital ID card. And then he pulled me to him and gave me one of the most serious and passionate kisses I have ever had. Annette stopped and picked up the plastic bag and rolled them another joint. She took her time lighting it, and then after her first long pull, handed it to Heather. We're going to meet again on Friday. Annette felt her nipples and realized they were especially hard as she told Heather about meeting the man. Was it because of Heather's attention, or the fact that what she was telling her was more interesting than Annette wanted to believe? All you have to do now is to give yourself permission to do what you know in your heart of hearts that Todd has been doing all along. After that, you can talk to Todd and tell him what you want to do and give him permission to do the same thing. Heather lay back on the lounge and spread her legs. She reached out her arms and pulled Annette between her outspread legs. First things first, take care of me, then you can take care of your personal business. We hope you have enjoyed listening to Regaining Their Mojo. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.